Hello, and welcome to More Than Rubies, recognizing your worth and value through God's eyes. This is your host, Rebecca R. Scott. Welcome back to More Than Rubies. So today we are going to talk about the place between point A and B. I know that many of us, in fact, all of us have been in a transition period in our lives. Some seem to have lasted so much longer than others. But what I will say is that it can be extremely frustrating and discouraging because you know where you want to be, but you aren't there yet. You have for certain left where you used to be, but now you're facing what feels like a plateau in between the two points. The momentum that pushed you out of your old situation and motivated you to seek a better life is seeming to fade away. And this is a part of rebuilding our lives that I don't feel is usually talked about. We are about leaving bad places and we talk about leaving bad places, situations, people, relationships, and then we also hear about where we end up in our new life. But no one's talking about what's going on in the in-between. And honestly, this is the most important part. What is happening between point A and point B? This is something I can say myself. I have been through. I am walking through. And so much has changed and occurred in my life at such a fast pace that it's hard to even keep up sometimes. I have found myself in the beginning so grateful to leave some very bad situations in my life, including a bad relationship. And I became energized and motivated to focus on my goals again and created a plan to achieve those goals. I completely threw myself head first into work. And that's because they usually tell us, right, oh, just keep your mind busy. That'll help you get through this time in your life. And you hear that all the time. Just keep busy. That's what you got to do. You just got to focus on other things in your life and just keep busy. And, you know, we start to believe that's right, right? Wrong. I mean, that is so wrong. And I am learning, present tense, I'm learning now, That no matter how busy I am and how hard I try to move forward and never look back, sometimes you have to learn to be still and accept the quiet, accept the silence. Because no matter what's going on around you, all the noise that you are putting in place to drown out the silence Because silence sometimes really, truly can be deafening. When everything is still and the dust is finally starting to settle, you don't know how to process that, especially a personality like myself. I am someone who goes, goes, goes all the time. I don't feel productive in my life unless I'm constantly 
working and doing something. It is very, very hard for me and it is very uncomfortable for me to accept the quiet spaces in my life. And I'm not just talking about literal silence, but when there's really no big events occurring in my life. Usually I'm planning for the next thing or, you know, I have this going on and I'm always putting things in place so I can have something to look forward to or work towards or because I don't necessarily like to sit still. But you cannot run away from facing yourself in the quiet places in your life. And I know that is some something that I have to work on in myself because I know that I will not grow. And those of you who have similar personalities, you will not grow. You will end up repeating the same old cycles over and over and over again because you are using everything on the outside world to distract you from yourself, from looking at yourself and fixing things about you and even becoming aware of things that you don't even realize that you do because you're constantly busy. How can you? Even if you may not be jumping into another relationship after you left one, if you're replacing a relationship with work and everything else, you're still not facing yourself. One thing that I can say that has always been a strength of mine is my ambition and my determination. But I also have realized that I don't allow myself to breathe. And like I said before, I haven't allowed myself to embrace the uncomfortable feeling of silence. For example, After the initial rush of ideas and planning were over and I began working on my businesses every single day, I began to gather all my thoughts and all my emotions. And what I started to realize was that the newness of everything began to fade. And, you know, you get in a routine and everything starts becoming rote and you just, you get stuck in the mundane, the everyday. And once you get into a flow, that's when everything in your life starts to feel like it's quieting down. The dust has settled and I prayed for the dust to settle, but it's settling. And I didn't realize what comes with that when everything starts to quiet down in your life. But during these same moments of realization, I began to also feel something that I don't like. Something that has actually pushed me to go back to bad relationships or to jump into another relationship. And that is a feeling of loneliness. And I also began to feel a void. The void that I tried to fill with relationships, work, friendships, and pretty much anything else I could stuff in there to make me feel less ordinary, to make me feel special, or to make me feel that I had, that I was here, that I was, that, you know, I existed. And 
I didn't even realize that I had been battling that. And of course, this is mostly regarding a relationship with a man. I mean, you know, that's that was always my go-to. But I found myself so frustrated with my life. I know that I can't go back to my old relationship, but there are no current prospects. And I'm in this place where, you know, I want to feel special, less ordinary. I want to be wanted. I want to feel loved by one person. I want to have that relationship that I've always wanted. And I want to hear a man tell me these words that are actually true. And so after having a very frustrated week, and I'm talking about, it's probably been more than a week. I think the frustration has been building probably for a good part of this month. Um, but I brought it to my mom because I just was at my wit's end. She was starting to notice that I was getting real irritated about very little things. And, and I just told her, I was like, mom, I just feel so frustrated in my life right now. Like, I know I did the right thing by leaving that relationship. And I know that now I'm also doing the right thing because I have all these goals and there's so many things that I am trying to work towards, but I am not at all in any part of my life where I want to be. I know where I want to be. I'm not there yet. And it's so, so frustrating for me. And I told her about the part of the relationship part where I have felt that loneliness and where I have felt that I want to feel special and less ordinary. And I was starting to feel very discouraged about myself. And my mom told me, she said, you are not ordinary. You are extraordinary. You are beautiful and you're smart, but none of that even matters if you do not believe it yourself. You should not need someone to reassure you that you are all of these things. And then she looked at me and she told me, the fear of man is a snare to the soul. And I've heard these things. I knew all this stuff. I've heard it a billion times. But for some reason, this time, it really connected to me. And I think the reason that it connected to me was because I'm facing this truth about myself, about this need that I have developed without someone telling me these things and pacifying my need for validation. And a lot of people out there are constantly seeking approval of others, many times without even realizing it. I'm one of them. This, in my experience, was on a subconscious level because I thought I was confident. You know, I thought that I didn't need validation from anybody. I, I truly believed that. I thought, you know, I'm good. But when it came down to it, I wasn't as confident as I thought. And I wasn't, I didn't really truly believe these things as much as I thought that I did because if I did, then I wouldn't need anybody's reassurance. I wouldn't need, you know, I wouldn't need my ex's reassurance. I wouldn't need a new person's reassurance. I wouldn't need anybody's reassurance to make me feel 
the way I feel about myself is valid. And of course, I've said all this to say that I would have never become so overtly aware of this. And I didn't even realize that this was going on inside of me if it wasn't for these quiet spaces in my life. These moments that clearly have made me feel very uncomfortable because of my personality type and and just because these are things that I don't necessarily like to deal with because it really makes me focus on things of the past. But if I was in a new relationship, I would never fix this part of my life or become aware of it because someone would be enabling me, of course, without them knowing or even me knowing with good intention. But the reality is I would not be able to see the truth about myself because I don't have to face that truth. And wow, what an eye opener of the importance of embracing the process and embracing this space between point A and point B, because when we get out of point A, we want to go straight to point B. We do not want to have any downtime. That's me. I'm speaking for myself. I am sure that I am also speaking for other people too, but we just want to get straight to the point. We are, we don't want to have to suffer anymore. We feel like we suffered enough. We don't want to have to deal with anything else, but that is not a correct approach either because that space in between is needed. You know, the space in between whether point B is a new relationship, whether point B is a new job, whether point B is maybe your family goals or your income level goals or whatever it is, that space in between, we can't just erase that. That's there for a reason. It is so we grow. It is so we learn and we can take that mirror, hold it up and we can say, okay, yeah, well, I guess that is definitely something that I guess I really do struggle with more than I thought that I did. You know, um, the need for validation, the need for, for, and I'm like, why do I need somebody's attention? What is it about? Why do I need that attention? Because it makes me feel validated. It makes me feel that, you know, oh, well, if they say I'm beautiful, then I guess I must be. It's not enough for me to say it or or my mom to say it, but it has to come from this special person in my life for it to be real. And that's just, that's where for me personally and for whoever else is going through the same thing or has gone through this, we have to start, stop saying things that we don't believe about ourselves. And if we believe that we're beautiful, we need to believe that unconditionally about ourselves, not because someone else said it. Because if someone else is going to say that you're beautiful and you believe that, well, what happens if someone else says that you're ugly? Are you going to believe that too? Because they said that and we can't base our lo- our opinions even about ourselves or the way that we feel about ourselves inside on what other people are thinking about us because that is just the fear of what other people think, the fear of man. And I get the, I get it now and it connected with me when my mom said the fear of man is a snare to your soul because it actually holds you back in every aspect of your life. And it starts with your self-esteem. It starts with your confidence. And if you want to move forward in your life, you have to 
stop caring what other people think. You have to have these moments to face it alone and say, okay, well, guess what? What happens when I don't have anybody telling me this? Am I no longer beautiful because I don't have anybody telling me this? Am I no longer smart because I don't have anybody telling me this? Am I no longer, you know, ambitious because I don't have anybody telling me this? I don't have anybody giving me that validation that I feel that I need from someone else because my word isn't good enough or my actions aren't good enough. That's when we have to come down to the crux of it and we have to really look at it for what it is. And when we do that, it opens up your eyes to see, wow, oh my goodness, I have been doing this for so long, so, so long. But now we know how to combat that because once you get to the root of the problem, there are solutions that you can take. And one of them is very much looking at yourself and saying, wow. And and honestly, for me, it was just the realization alone that made me wake up to see, you know, How crazy is that to think that of myself? Like I can't be a certain thing because someone else isn't telling me. You know, if someone isn't telling me I'm a human, does that make me less of a human? No. I mean, it's, 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 it's a mindset. And once you're able to switch that mindset and then you can start embracing the fact that you don't need validation from anybody else. You are who you are regardless of what they have to say about you. And when that becomes a constant, then you are no longer driven into situations based out of fear or based out of needing the approval of other people. And I will say this, you know, this, I'm going to go to my second point, which is one of the biggest things that I have learned and I am still learning is how to be grateful during this time. And one of the things that I actually am grateful for is this time. I wasn't grateful before. I was frustrated and I was angry. (laughs) I was mad and I was irritated. And, you know, I was just, we've all been there. We know what it's like to be frustrated. But learning to be grateful for that space in between point A and point B, for me, was my first step. Because I'm like, you know what? Now I get it. Now I get it. Well, I'm going to tell you a story real quick. I was driving home one night from Santa Fe um, after a very long day and a very long gig. And I was so frustrated and annoyed with everything around me, including my business, my music creativity, my personal life. I mean, nothing in my life felt right because I was not where I wanted to be yet in my mind. I felt so far away from every single goal that I had. Discouragement hit me like a tidal wave, and I just had to pray. I prayed. I prayed out of frustration, um, but I prayed nonetheless. And I cried a little bit and cried many tears of frustration. And, you know, because you get to that point where you just don't know what else to do to make yourself feel better, to make yourself feel motivated. You just feel at the end of your rope and you just you just know what it feels like when you have been hit with that wave of discouragement. I'm. We've all been there. We have all been there at some point in our lives. Well, about two minutes after my prayer of frustration, 
I decided to listen to a podcast. And actually, this was a business podcast that I listened to daily. And it was Christy Wright with Business Boutique, who, by the way, is a phenomenal business mentor and coach. And I have learned so much from just listening to her podcast. I really, really do like her. She's um, someone that it definitely encourages women in business. So for all you women entrepreneurs out there that are interested in learning more and just being encouraged when it comes to working on your businesses or whatever it is that you have going on in your life career-wise, um, she's really pretty phenomenal. And I would say for me, it's been a blessing because I have, I needed that. I've needed to listen to her. Um, it's really helped me um, in so many ways. But I actually played the wrong episode. And when I was driving, I didn't want to change it because it was dark and it was at night and I couldn't see and I was exhausted. So I just left it on. And I was like, oh, whatever. I'm just going to listen to it again, I guess. And as I began listening, no kidding. And it said that I had listened to this episode, but I guess I must have been playing it while I was cleaning and actually didn't listen to the episode. But it said... The first thing she said was, for all those out there who just feel so discouraged because you are not where you want to be in your life yet, this is for you. I know, right? (laughs) I mean, talk about timing. I mean, I'm telling you guys. If it wasn't, I mean, it, it wasn't just a sign. It was a straight up answer. Listen. Okay, you 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 prayed, you you had your frustration. Now, now, and I've heard I've heard what you had to say. I know what you're going through. It's like God is telling me, I know what you're going through. Now just listen. Now just listen. So she began to talk about the importance of being grateful and content during this growing process in your life. <laughs> And also learning to be the most important part of what she talked about was learning to be grateful and thankful for the actual process. I'm telling you guys, between my mom and Christy, I just knew God was saying something to me. I absolutely have no excuse now. I just don't. I know that the most important thing I can do right now during this moment, even this moment of frustration with my entire life, is to start being thankful and to thank God for what I do have and where I am at and what I am going to learn and what I am learning. And That isn't easy, but you know what? I knew it. It was like this breakthrough moment in my mind when I was like, you know, yes, maybe that's where I'm going wrong because you know what? I don't like to be in this negative downward spiral of discouragement because, you know, misery loves company, but I don't want to, I don't like that negative space. You know, I just, I've just been in such a good place in my life and with energy and motivation and and feeling like I have a new outlook on life. And then, you know, I don't want to slip back into that again. You know, I, I just, I just don't. So I have to make a change and do something different that I haven't been doing. And one of the things I have not been doing is being thankful, truly thankful every day about what it is that I do have and where I'm at, even during the hard moments. It's easy to be thankful and grateful 
and thank God when we when things are going great. But it is very hard when things aren't aren't going what feels like aren't going anywhere and you're in that in-between land where you're, you know, you feel like you're walking in the desert and feels like miles away from your destination and you just hit that kind of that plateau in your life. And that is the hardest time sometimes for, for us to be thankful. Um, but it's something that we have to do. It's something that is only going to help us learn how to be humble And when we have a lot, God can trust us with that. God will be able to give us more because we are able to be thankful for where we're at now. I mean, we should always enter into every single day with gratefulness and thankfulness. And it's just going to absolutely change your whole outlook. So immediately after that was done, I just started thanking God for everything that I had in my life that was good. Everything, even even the things that didn't feel good, I thanked God for. You know, what can I be thankful for today? You know, and there's a lot. I woke up. That's a big thing. <laughs> you know, I have a beautiful uh, boy who is just wonderful. I have a wonderful mother. I have a great family. I, you know, I have a lot to be thankful for. And even though I'm not where I want to be, God knows that, but he wants to also see where, what I'm going to do while I'm here and how I'm going to learn, how I'm going to get better, how I'm going to work on myself. Um, so I'm telling you another thing that she said that was a very, important point was to start writing these things down. And I've tried journaling in the past. I'm not a big journal person. That's just not something that I I usually can keep up with. But when it comes to just my thankful journal, that is definitely something that I am going to be starting to do. Actually, I'll be starting that in the morning. Um, and every morning I'm going to write down what it is that I'm thankful for. And I'm really excited to share with you guys, you know, later on down the line, you know, when I'm able to look back on this, because how exciting is that going to be to look back on this and see, you know, what, I wonder what the future me is going to say, you know, about everything that I was going through and where I'll be then, you know, um, but I'm excited to do that. I'm, I'm really excited to do that. And for those of you that want to join me on that, please let me know. Please leave a comment. Or um, if you guys aren't listening on the Anchor app, go ahead and find me on Facebook and send me a comment or send me a message and let me know if you want to start this with me too. But I'm definitely going to start um, doing this journaling every single day about what I am thankful for. I think it's something that is going to only be good for moving forward and, and in a positive way in our lives. You know, I think this is something that's definitely going to help during these periods in our life that aren't necessarily the most exciting. (laughs) So I just wanted to pass this encouragement on to you all that are listening. And if you are going through a time in a, if you are going through a time in your life where you are in between point A and point B, 
and you are feeling frustrated with your goals, dreams, or aspirations regarding your career, relationships, or your family, just stop, take a breath, write down what you're thankful for, say what you're thankful for, thank God for what he's given you, and you may feel leagues and leagues and leagues and leagues away from your goals. But I, I do have to say that you really don't know how close you could actually be. And it is okay to feel frustrated. It's okay to feel disappointed and discouraged. But, and yes, this is a very big but, guys, okay? You must not stay there. You cannot stay in that place of frustration, disappointment, and discouragement. When you start to feel that, write down what it is you're grateful for. Say it out loud what you're grateful for. Record yourself saying what it is that you're grateful for and play it back to yourself. You will come out on the other side. And when you do, you will be stronger and better than you were at point A. Just remember that. Don't allow fear to send you back to where you started or for fear to keep you stuck where you are. Embrace the process and learn what you can. This is your preparation for the future. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of More Than Rubies. Just so you know, you can send me comments and message me about your own journey or even episodes you want to hear on the More Than Rubies Facebook page. If you are interested in supporting this podcast, please visit RebeccaRscottMusic.com backslash more than rubies. Again, that's RebeccaRscottMusic.com backslash more than rubies. Or you can visit the link in the episode description box.